Welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. We use our computers for everything these days. So when you need tech support, we need it quickly. We have some tips this morning to help you avoid having scammers pull a fast one on you when you're in a hurry. And that may help insulate you from scammers. And speaking of insulation, on this morning's program, we'll learn how to determine if your home needs more insulation and what to do if it does. Spending more time at home, doing more home cooking and baking also means more time in the kitchen. Maybe that has started you thinking about a kitchen renovation or maybe just a slight makeover. We welcome this morning Henry Guter, owner of Just Kitchens, to provide us with insight into what that thinking could actually lead us to. Welcome to Ask BBB, Henry. Oh, thanks, Monica and Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Henry, you know, some people may be thinking about kitchen renovations. Um, maybe we could start off talking a little bit about, you know, how COVID has impacted some things and if that, um, you know, if people are thinking about it, if timelines are something that they should should factor in as a result of you know, the pandemic? You know, most of us renovators took a little bit of a pause this spring. Uh, in our situation, we were off for a full month. So that affected our schedule for this year, moving all of our work forward. And then uh, because so many people were inside of their homes, uh, a lot of them started looking around at what needed to be upgraded and kitchens are often at the top of the list. So. Uh, we're experiencing what turns out to be one of our busiest seasons ever in our 34 years of being uh, in the kitchen business here in London. So if people are thinking about a kitchen renovation, then this maybe gives them a little bit of time to think about what it is that they want. Are most people wanting to just update the look or, you know, is it important to think about improving the function of your kitchen as well if you're planning on doing your renovations? Yeah, so there's going to be different attitudes about that. Maybe how I would I would uh, address the question is what really makes sense for the house. So most of our work tends to be upgrading the look and the function of the existing design. Uh, there's, in most cases, the option for a full redesign of a kitchen in an existing space is either going to be prohibitively expensive or just just unfeasible within the framework of what we offer. Most realtors would, would suggest that a kitchen renovation is going to add a maximum of 10% the value of a house. And so as soon as we get anywhere close to that figure, we really want to start determining, does this renovation really make sense? And so that would apply for most of the redesign options. If people want to move walls, if they want to do extensions to their houses in order to make for a bigger kitchen. And those kind of projects generally no longer fall within the sweet spot for our company. We're a smaller company. We've got one crew. So we're pretty particular about the kind of jobs that we take on. But we're even more particular about the kind of value that we're adding for our clients. What are some of the trends in, in the looks in kitchen now? Uh, do those, do they go in trends and what sorts of, of looks are popular? Uh, that's funny, Jim. You know, I, I often say uh, to clients, you know, if you don't like the look of your kitchen, just wait another decade or two. So when, 
So when we started in uh, the kitchen business in the mid 80s, uh, everything was dark and we changed them to light kitchens and either off white or white. And that happened up until around 2000. And then for about a decade, everything went dark again. So we were changing all these light kitchens to dark kitchens. And then since 2010, uh, for sure, white has been the perennial color, uh, but gray has been a strong, a strong uh, contender also. But of of the kitchens that we've done over 34 years, I would say uh, at least the majority of them have been white. How long does the process usually take then? Well, because we do two main kind of kitchen renovations, we do some refacing work where we're just really dressing up the outsides of the existing cabinets and we also replace the entire kitchen cabinets. In both cases, the, the ideal jobs for us were in and out in one week. Uh, most of our jobs, two weeks. And we'd very rarely even consider a job that would, that would uh, take longer than that. And that's not to say that kitchen renovations uh, can't. There's plenty that do take longer than that, but they're really not our, uh, in the sweet spot for our firm because of the uh, work crews that we've got, of uh, how we're really set up to service our clients. You've mentioned contract. What should we look for in a contract uh, uh, with someone who's going to do a renovation like this? Well, I would say that the main thing is to know if there's any variables. There's some houses, for instance, Old South, Old North, that if people are taking out walls, there's a lot of things that can be surprises along the way. Uh, again, one of the reasons why we tend not to favor those kind of projects. Um, there's, there's just some projects that have a lot of unknowns. And if that's not specified as clear as possible in your contract, more than likely that's gonna be the place where uh, problems develop. So the, the bottom line, the, uh, the more clear your written agreement can be, that it specifies exactly when and how and what you're, you're purchasing, uh, that's, a, that's a really great start. But you know, also find somebody that, that has some reputation, some experience. Uh, I think that's why we've been members of the Better Business Bureau for the 34 years that we've been in business, that it really does matter that uh, who you're having in your house has some experience and a, a, a good track record with past clients. Henry, if uh, we decide we want to go ahead with a, a kitchen renovation, what would the timeline be now if we made the call today? Yeah, so right now we're booking for mid-November, so uh, September, October, November. So that's almost three months out. That's a little bit more than our typical lead time. There's plenty of jobs that we normally could get to in six or eight weeks. I would say that would be on the on the near end, but here we are somewhere around 12 weeks out. Uh, and, and I suspect that that will increase as we move into fall, because usually when September happens, then uh, we get another uh, push for renovations. So, you know, it could easily be four months uh, by the mid-September. It's all in timing. And speaking of time, that's, uh, that's all the time we have uh, right now. Thanks very much for your time uh, this morning, Henry, and for uh, enlightening us a bit on uh, kitchen renovations. 
you know, Jim, I'd like to just say one one final thing. You know, that no business is a solo operation, and I really want to tip my hat to my team members. Uh, without without my business partner Bob Bishop, without all the folks that are part of my team, uh, Just Kitchens would not be what it is. So, really wanted to include those uh, great people as part of this uh, acknowledgement. Thanks. Well, and thanks again for your time. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking to Henry Gutter, who is the owner of Just Kitchens. Search the BBB directory under Kitchen Cabinet Refacing, and you'll see that they have an A-plus rating and links to their website and more information. Up next, a conversation about insulation. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Over the past few decades, we've all become more aware of the cost of energy to drive our vehicles and to cool and heat our homes. One of the ways we can make the buildings where we live and work more efficient is with proper insulation. Polar Energy System is one of the companies you'll find when you search the BBB directory for insulation. And we welcome Mark Chown and Devin Rombouts to the program. Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB this morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having us. It's great to have you on the show. So let's talk a little bit about the first signs and symptoms in our home that would indicate that we need to start thinking and looking into adding some insulation. Well, primarily in the wintertime, you're going to notice that um, quite evident if you don't have any uh, snow on your rooftops. That's a big indication of lack of insulation. And that's probably the, that's probably why we were probably the busiest time of the year is people are kind of considering when they're uh, per- turning up their furnaces and realizing that it's having a hard time uh, keeping the, the house so warm. Are there new standards for insulation and energy efficiency for uh, new construction? Yes, that's always been changing over the years. Um, currently, the, the current code is R60. Um, some some home builders um, are Energy Star Plus homes, and they they enable us to, uh, to bump that up to our 66, uh, just uh, for the for the extra few inches. It does make a little bit of a difference um, in um, in cooling and heating the home. So basically, um, uh, having this R value will prevent. Um having any of the icing and stuff like that on the rooftops uh, along like the eaves troughs. Oh, oh yes, that's true, Devin. Now, uh, once the insulation has, has been upgraded, um, it's, it's going to, um, the, the effects of, um, of moisture build up in, in inside the attics and uh, outside the attics, we call that ice damming, is dramatically decreased. Uh, the whole idea with the attic um, is to keep the attic space as cold as the outside. You know, putting insulation in the attic of a home is possible. You know, what are the options available to increase insulation in the walls of a home? Well, there's a few factors where we cannot uh, increase insulation and there's older homes that have uh, a double brick facade. There is uh, next to no cavity to, to fill them up. Um, now, now, homes that are built um, 64 to, to current, they, they offer a three and a half inch cavity. And, and some home builders um, 
to save costs in the 60s, they didn't add any insulation, but just an aluminum foil within the wall, which was very, very inefficient. So what we do in, in that case, with their, if there is a wall cavity, we would uh, come in with our crew and drill a two inch uh, hole in, into every stud cavity on the outside of the house wall. Uh, it's a huge, huge advantage for older homes. Um, it, it, it'll save the homeowner a lot of money in uh, heating costs in, in the winter time. So there's different types then of insulation. How do we choose what's the best for a home or the building that we're in? Well, um, there is different types. Now for attic spaces alone, um, primarily it's, it's only a blown in type of insulation. And, and polar, as polar energy systems, we, we use a, a blown in fiberglass. The, the other product that is also being used is a blown cellulose. And that uh, is a paper-based product. We, we tend that to be very dusty. Um, and it's hard for our guys to be efficient at blowing attics with that product. And it's a little harder on our machines as well. So we prefer with Polar Energy to use uh, the blown in fiberglass method. It, it, it's, it's roughly the, the same cost um, fiberglass is a little bit more expensive, but we take the cut um, because we, we consider that a superior product than the cellulose. So what, what sort of budget should we uh, allow for uh, insulation? It would be roughly about $1.20 a square foot. That's for, for new construction. That would get you up to an R66. Now for a retrofit home, because they, they already have some insulation, uh, primarily, uh, a per square foot price would be a dollar a square foot. Now, now that price includes all appropriate venting, uh, as we haven't talked about yet, but there, there is uh, some venting that we have to ensure is installed prior to uh, the, up, the attic upgrade. And the, the, these are a styrofoam type trough. Uh, the industry standard is calling these moor vents. And they, they get fitted... Um, along the ridge line of the roof uh, to promote airflow from the soffit uh, venting. So if we're looking for an insulation company, you know, what would be some key things to ask them so that we know we're working with somebody who's reputable and who's going to be able to do a good job? The most important part of the install would be the venting. Um, uh, so if, if, if uh, say, a fly-by-night company comes in uh, and undercoats the, the, the price uh, dramatically um, and doesn't talk about it, it, any attic venting or uh, soffit repairs that may have to be uh, done. That would be a huge red flag. Um, anyone can, uh, can install insulation right off the hop, but if it's not vented properly, there's going to be a lot of issues, uh, mold issues, moisture issues, and it also creates a, what we call as a hot roof. Uh, uh, a, a suffocated roof with no venting um, dramatically decreases the, the years of your uh, shingles. Well, we want to thank you very much, Mark and Devin, for your time this morning. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, good to talk to you. Bye for now. Our guests have been Mark Challen and Devin Rombouts of Polar Energy Systems. Search insulation in BBB directory and you'll find them. Polar Energy Systems is an accredited business with the BBBs with an A-plus rating. 
If you run into computer problems, make sure the fast relief you seek doesn't give you more headaches. Learn more after this short break. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives for BBB Serving Western Ontario. And Monica, we're living in the tech age, and during the COVID-19 isolation, we've uh, come to depend more than ever on our computer and our internet connections. Yes, that's so true. We're working from home, and then when we stop working, we'll just connect to our computer to visit with friends and relatives, or perhaps order those groceries that we desperately need, and then banking and bill paying. So there's always a number of things that we need our technology for. And not to mention gaming and online courses for school. So if something goes wrong or the internet slows down, we want an immediate solution. Yeah. And the first thing you do is search online to find that solution. And you might just end up creating more of a problem. Most of us know that if we get a phone call or a pop-up on our computer telling us that we have a problem, we need to let the caller or sender fix it. Most likely, it's a tech support scam. But when you initiate the search and call the number yourself, you are less likely to recognize that it could be a scam. Well, we've, we found the number or the link in the search, so why wouldn't we trust it? Well, the problem is that scammers will post fake customer support numbers online to fool callers into purchasing unrelated computer software or use a convincing script to then remote access to your device and cause all kinds of technical issues that you didn't really need. Unfortunately, many large companies, including Netflix and Amazon, have even been affected by this scam. So we need to learn how to recognize this sort of scam, I guess. That's right. The BPP website has information describing this tech support scam so that we can become more aware. And you can always access that information at a time convenient for you. But here's how we know it works. Your laptop is acting up or a streaming service is freezing repeatedly. You do a quick search online and it reveals the customer support phone number, typically a toll-free number. Then once you dial it, the representative answers and with a few pieces of information provided, this representative declares that your account has been hacked. So what if I'm skeptical? My computer is slow. I, I just want to know why. Well, the so-called representative reassures you that you can that they can provide proof that the account was hacked. However, they first need to remote access to your computer. By this time, the desire to get your account recovered and information back can be overwhelming. And so you go forward with the decision to allow them to remote access to your personal computer. Scam artists will often install malware that then records passwords, keystrokes, or other files that contain personal information. So according to the BBB scam tracker that reports these scams, this scam is often used as a setup for selling expensive computer security software, costing victims anywhere between $200 and $900. Unfortunately, it really does nothing to fix the things that were you were having an issue with in the first place. So as we said at the beginning, we're more dependent than ever on our computer. How can we protect ourselves from this tech support scam? Well, refer to contact information listed directly on the business's website instead of just relying on an internet search that you do for a support phone number. You can also use the phone number from your latest bill because you know that that will be most accurate. 
Never allow a stranger remote access to your computer if it has nothing to do with the reason you're calling tech support in the first place. Also, avoid clicking on pop-up boxes or ads that tell you that something is wrong with your computer. If a pop-up doesn't seem to go away or it seems difficult to avoid, power down your device immediately and restart it. And also, install a virus protection on your computer so that you can be protected from some of these things. And as you mentioned earlier, Monica, if you want more information about this, you can find it at bbb.org forward slash tech support scams. And Monica, that's our time for this week. If you have a story about a business that has gone above and beyond during this unusual time, please send us an email or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you'd like to join the largest business network in North America, please visit us online at BBB.org. And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brass. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.